Hello everyone out there. Again, you are with Angie on Fire Fridays. Um, God bless you to my house, to yours. I pray that you are having a blessed day. Um, before I get into it, just a few announcements um, as I will um, make um, today just a few announcements. I will be going live on Facebook on Thursday, Thursdays and Fire Fridays. Mm -hmm. The time for Thursdays will be um, 11 to 12, and on Friday will be from 1, from, I'm sorry, from 12 to 1. The Bible says in Matthew 5 and 6, Blessed are they which do hunger and thirst after righteousness, for they shall be filled. Also, Jeremiah 23 and 29 says, Is not my word like fire? declares the Lord and like a hammer that breaks the rock in pieces. We must stay hungry for God and for the and for the things of God and for the people of God. And we must allow the fire of his word to consume us so we can become effective in whatever God uses us to do. Also for the last announcement, the shows will be rebroadcasted on Glory Songs. It will be rebroadcasted on Glory Songs on Tuesdays from 12 noon to 1 p.m. Central Time and also from 1 p.m. to 2 p.m. Eastern Time. Also, it will be rebroadcasted on Wednesdays on Glory Songs and the times will be the same, 12 noon to 1 p.m. Central Time and 1 p.m. to 2 p.m. Eastern time. This is the day that the Lord has made and I will rejoice and be glad in it. I am so good to be here on live with all of you guys and I don't want to waste any more time because I want to share the word of the Lord with you that God has placed on my heart to share with you. And so I just want to just dive right on in um, and we're going to be coming from the book of Daniel Daniel chapter 3, Daniel chapter 3, and we're going to be reading a couple of verses, so Daniel chapter 3, verses, starting with verse 13, Daniel chapter 3, starting at verse 13, but before we get started, I want to start, of course, with the word of prayer. Gracious God, our Father, we thank you. We thank you for your grace and for your mercy, God. We thank you for your strength and we thank you for your help. God, we thank you for your protection. We thank you for providing for us. God, I pray, God, that you will bless every person, Father, that will listen to this broadcast. God, I pray that you will touch every heart and every mind and every soul. God, I pray, God, that you will just challenge us, God, to do better, to think better, to act better in our lives, God, within ourselves, with our co-workers, with our families. God, I pray, God, that you will just take control over our lives, God. Help us, God, to open up to you, Father. Help us to accept you into our hearts, Father, so we can see you manifest, God, your plan and your purpose, God, that you have set 
in us, God, even before the beginning of time. So God, we thank you and we bless you for this day, God. We thank you for your word. Your word is already blessed, God. I pray that somebody will be saved, delivered, and set free, Father, from what it is that you have to say. So God, I thank you and I bless you for this time. And I bless you for every listener, God, whatever it is that they're going through, whatever it is that they're dealing with, whatever it is, God, that they're faced with, with their circumstance, God, I pray, God, that you will work it all out, that they will put their faith in you and know that they are not by themselves. Father, that you're able to help them and to deliver them out of whatever situation that they may find themselves presently in. So God, we thank you and we bless you and we magnify you in Jesus name that we pray. Amen. 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 So the book of Daniel, the book of Daniel, starting with the 13th verse, Daniel 3, starting with verse 13. And it says, furious with rage. Nebuchadnezzar summoned Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. So these men were bought before the king. And Nebuchadnezzar said to them, Is it true, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, that you do not serve my gods or worship the image of gold I have set up? Now when you hear the sound of the horn, the flute, the zither, the lair, the harp, the pipe, and all kinds of music, if you are ready to fall down and worship the image I made. Very good. But if you do not worship it, you will be thrown immediately into a blazing furnace. Then what God will be able to rescue you from my hand? Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego replied to him, King Nebuchadnezzar, we do not need to defend ourselves before you in this manner. If we are thrown into the blazing furnace, the God we serve is able to deliver us from it. And he will deliver us from your majesty's hand. But even if he does not, we want you to know, your majesty, that we will not serve your gods or worship the image of gold you have set up. The Nebuchadnezzar with his with furious with Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego and his attitude towards them changed. He ordered the furnace to be heated up seven times hotter. Oh my, than usual. And commanded some of the strongest soldiers and his army to tie up Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego and throw them into the blazing furnace. So these men wearing their robes and trousers and turbans and, and other clothes were bound and thrown into the blazing fire. The king's command was so urgent and the furnace so hot that the flame of the fire killed the soldiers who took up Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. And these three men, firmly tied, fell into the blazing furnace. Then King Nebuchadnezzar leaped to his feet in amazement and asked his advisors, Weren't there three men that we tied up and threw into the fire? They replied, Certainly, your majesty. He said, Look, I see four men. I see four men walking around in the fire, unbound and unharmed. And the fourth looks like a son of the gods. Nebuchadnezzar then approached the opening of the blazing furnace and shouted, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, servant of the Most High God, come out! Come here! So Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego came out of the fire, and the straps, and the, and the prefects, and the governors, and the royal advisors crowded around them. They saw that the fire had not harmed their bodies, nor was a hair of their head seen. Their their robes was not scorched and there was no smell of fire on them. 
Then Nebuchadnezzar said, Praise be to the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, who has sent his angels and rescued his servants. They trusted in him and defied the king's command and were willing to give up their lives rather than to serve or worship any god except their own god. Therefore, I decree that the people of any nation or language who say anything against the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego be cut into pieces and their houses be turned into piles of rubble. For no other God can save in this way. Then the king promoted Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego in the province of Babylon. Amen. 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 The, the, the subject, the message uh, that God has placed on my heart to um, give um, to you um, as an encouragement. The thought is, is a three-word prophecy. Never back down. Never back down. I declare and I decree over your life, over your circumstance, over your situation, no matter what you find yourself in, I promise you, I promise you that God will see you through. But we have to never back down. Amen. In 2008, a movie produced by Jeff Wedlow and Chris Hardy hit America theaters all around the world. This movie produced $41.63 U.S. dollars in revenue. Also, this movie won an award called MTV Movie Award for the best fight in 2008. It was called Never Back Down. A little about the movie before we go into our text for this morning. Jake is a teen with a lot of pent up anger because of his father's death and gets into a mixed martial arts to get revenge on a boy who beat him up. Jake is a rebellious teen who always gets into fights when he moves to a new town. He encounters an arrogant mixed martial arts bully by the name of Ryan who challenges him to a fight, but Jake loses. Then he trains with his Brazilian teacher, Roca, who insists that there'll be no fighting outside the classes and the gym. However, having anger issues, Jake breaks all these rules a few times and even gets exposure on YouTube for his mad fighting skills. As the tension between him and Ryan's mouth Ryan's ex-girlfriend, Beja, starts dating Jake. Jake is asked to fight Ryan at a major fighting event to which Jake says no to. But Ryan, but Jake changed his mind because Ryan decided to beat up his friend. At the fight, they reached the semis, but Ryan is disqualified. disqualified. Jake then opts out of the fight since this this is his main reason was the fight to get revenge on Ryan. However, outside the building, the two go at it intensely and Ryan is defeated. So what am I saying? The moral of that story is the, the movie never backed down and our text in Daniel, through, in Daniel 3 are different in some ways, but the message that God is trying to get us to understand as his beloved children is the same. We should never back down. No matter what life throws at us, no matter what we face each day, no matter what she say, they say, he say, Shanae say, it doesn't matter. Even what boo-boo say, we should never 
and says, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. To conquer is to be victorious over an adversary or an enemy. But look what God says. He said that we are more than than conquerors. Wow. When you just look at the word conqueror by itself, a conqueror is someone that has already exceeded, succeeded. But Jesus said we are more than that. He said that we are more than conquerors, which lets me know that we will continue to conquer. God sets us up to win. We will never lose with God. We are overwhelmingly victorious in everything that we do. John 16, says, I have told you all this so that you may have peace in me here on our earth and you will have many trials and sorrows. But take heart because I have overcome the world. 1 John 5 and 4 says, For whatsoever is born of God overcometh the world. And this is the victory that overcometh the world, even our faith. Even our faith. First John 4 and 4. Ye are of God, little children, and have overcome them because greater, greater is he, greater is who? Greater is God that are in us than he that is in the world. In our text, we're dealing with a king, the king Nebuchadnezzar, who did not have the fear of God. He was very arrogant and very powerful. He did not fear God. He felt that his power was the high power. He felt that he was big and bad to do anything and to say anything that he wanted to do. Also, he was a king that oppressed the children of Israel, which is God's chosen people. And Daniel 1, King Nebuchadnezzar commanded his ace boom coon or his chief in command to bring some of the people out of Israel, both of royal family and of nobility, youth without blemish of good appearance and skillful in all wisdom, endowed with knowledge, understanding, learning and competent to understand in the king's palace. Those, those men that he brought uh, were Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego as well as Daniel. They brought this man, these men to the king. Do you not understand that when you are in the presence of God or, we, or, or in the house of God, that you are standing in the king palace right now? Do you, do you not understand that God's house is his palace? And he has given us all already all the things that the king was looking for during his time. He has put, put more into us today than that time. A few points to remember. The first point I want you to remember is number one, we need spectators. Uh, spectators is a prestigious word for hater. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. First Peter 5 and 8 says, stay alert. Watch out for your great enemy, the devil. He prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour or to destroy. John 15, 18 through 21 says that the world hates you. Remember that it hated me first. The world will love you as on of its own if you belong to it. But you are no longer part of the world. I chose you to come out of the world. So it hates you. Mm. 
Isaiah 54, 17 says, But in that coming day, no weapon turned against you will prosper. You will silence every voice raised up to accuse you. These benefits are enjoyed by the servants of the Lord. Their vindication will come from me. I, the Lord, have spoken. Number two, the point number two, do not fear any power. The only person that we should fear is God. But when the when the Bible speaks about fearing God, this fear is not talking about being afraid of God. There's there's two different definitions of the word fear in the Bible. You have fear when you're afraid of something. Excuse me. And then you have fear. Excuse me. Then you have fear that means reference or to respect or to have honor. This fear is another word for referencing God. Cherishing God. Love what he loves and hate what he hates. Proverbs 1.17 says, The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. Fools despise wisdom and instruction. In our text, the king was trying to put fear in the hearts of the Hebrew boys. He, the king was trying, he was trying to, to, to place fear for the Hebrew boys to be afraid. Of him. We should fear no man. Hebrews 13 6 says. So we can say with confidence. The Lord is my helper. So I will have no fear. What can mere people do to me? 2 Timothy 1 and 7 says. For God has not given us a spirit of fear and a timidity. But of power, love and self-discipline. They sound. A sound mind. A sound mind. A sound mind. God has given us a sound mind. King Nebuchadnezzar thought that the Hebrew boys was going to compromise. He 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 was expecting them to do what everybody else was doing. If you read the text, when when everybody else heard all the different types of music, it says. Everybody in the king palace bowed down except for these three little Hebrew boys. Wow, that is powerful. Because, because we live in a society where everybody wants to fit in. And they do. And they say what everybody else is doing. And saying what everybody else is saying. Because, you know, it, it, it takes courage. It really takes courage and it really takes strength to really stand out. To be who you are. Say, I'm not going with the pack. I'm not. I'm not going with the crowd. It's, and, and to be honest, for those of us that are different, it's not that we didn't have an opportunity to be part of the pack or to be part of the crowd. It's not, excuse me, it's not the fact that we didn't have the opportunity. Matter of fact, some of us, the way that we started our lives is not how we are now. Some of us, we started on the wrong side of the tracks. Oh, yeah. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it because I am. Let's talk about it because I am. We 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 wasn't we wasn't born into how how people see us now. God had to save us. And he had to deliver us. And he had to change us. He had to set us free from those things that was making us just like everybody else. So the king was mad with these three three Hebrew boys because he was expecting them to serve his God. But they didn't back down. That's why I love about them. They did not back down. 
Point three said, let your faith speak for you. Matthew 21, 22 says, if you believe, you will receive whatever you ask for in prayer. Hebrews 11, 11 says it, and by faith, even Sarah, who was past childbearing age, was able to bear children because she considered him faithful who had made the promise. Romans 10 and 11 says, anyone who believes in him will never be put to shame. Romans 10 and 17, consequently, faith, 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 sorry, faith comes from hearing the message, the word, and the message is heard through the word about Christ. We must learn to hear before you can speak. Once you hear faith, then you're able to speak faith. Oh, that's good. That's good. I'm going to say that again. I'm going to say that again for somebody. Once you hear faith, then you're able to speak faith. Faith speaks truth about who God is and what he will do. Don't allow your current circumstances to tell you who God is. You speak to your circumstance about your God. Oh, that's so true. Because we have to understand, we have to come to the revelatory um, 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 experience to understand that we serve a God, the God of the storm. That means no matter what you go through, it's not a surprise to God. He 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 knows everything about you. There's nothing hidden about you. God knows everything. And yes, he still has a plan and has a purpose for your life. That's the type of God that we serve. Because he has the power to change you into whomever he wants to change you into. Oh, that's good. Fourth point. You will survive through the fire. God said, when you pass through the waters, I'll be with you. And through the rivers, they shall not overwhelm you. When you walk through fire, you shall not be burned. And the flame shall not consume you. That's Isaiah 43 and 2. When you think of fire, fire is one of the most important forces in human history. It can destroy your house and all your possession in less than an hour. And they can reduce an entire forest to a pile of ash and charred wood. It's also a terrifying weapon with nearly unlimited destructive power. Fire kills more people every year than any other force of nature. But on the other hand, fire is used to shape and to mold things. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, you gotta go through the fire. Your, your faith has to be tried in the fire. That's, that's, that's the Bible. But when you go through the fire, the, the, the fire shapes us and molds us into what God has created us to be. We have to go through the fire. It, it, it's, no, it's no other way around going through the fire. If you want to be effective in the kingdom of God, if you want to really do the will of God, if you really want to walk into your destiny with God, he's going to take you through the fire. You have to go through the fire. The kind of fire that God is referring to is called the fire of affliction. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. The, the, the kind of fire that God is talking about is the fire of pain or uh, the fire of frustration or uh, the fire of addiction, the fire of heartbreak, the Fire of depression, fire of suicidal thoughts, fire 
of abandonment, fire of anger, fire of divorce, fire of hurt, fire of bankruptcy, fire of transitions, fire of tears, fire of loneliness, fire of perversion, fire of homelessness, fire, fire of regret, fire of health issues, fire of disappointment, fire, 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 whatever your fiery furnace. Was God is saying you will survive it. But you cannot back down. Isaiah 48 and 10 says behold I have refined you but as silver. And I have tried you in the furnace of affliction. First Peter 1 and 7 says so that the tested genuineness of your faith. More precious than gold that perishes through it is tested by fire. May be found to result in the praise and glory and honor at the revelation of Jesus Christ. Psalm 66 and 12 says, You let men ride over our heads. We went through fire and through water. Yet you have brought us out to a place of abundance. Oh my God. Oh my God. Job 23 and 10 says, but he knows the way that I take. And when he has tried me, I shall come out. I shall come out as gold. As gold. Even rubies and diamonds have to be put in the fire. Mm-hmm. Even rubies and diamonds has to be put in the fire. See, but people have to understand, just because you go through the fire, it does not devalue who you are. Matter of fact, the fire is what cleanses you to upgrade your value. Oh my, oh my, oh my. You have to understand this. The fire is to, the, the, the fire is to, is to, is to peel off. All of those things that are not like God. All of the mess and all of that anger and all of the all of those things. It's like it's like it's like peeling a banana. It's, it's the fire peels off. Who 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 you really are is the person that's inside, not your outside. Your inside. And I've learned that if more people would take more time getting your inside right, like you do your outside, we would be better people. Because it's not about, the Bible says, the Bible says, God said, it's not about, he told Samuel, it's not about the outward appearance. Man looks at the outward appearance, but God looks at your heart. It's about your heart. We know the story when God sent Samuel, when he rejected Saul as king. And he said, he told, he said to Saul, how long will you mourn for Saul? Knowing that I have rejected him. I've already picked out another king. Get yourself up and go down to Jesse's house. Oh, yes. And so Samuel obeyed the voice of, of the Lord. Because he knew that he heard what God said. That he, he appointed another king. He appointed another king. And we know the story. Jesse had eight boys. Jesse brought seven boys in. And none of the seven that Jesse bought was the one that was anointed king. And so Samuel said, Jesse, 
Hold up. Look, I look, I they gotta be a they gotta be another son somewhere. And he goes, Jesse, Jesse, oh yeah, he he's out there tending with the sheep, you know. He, he's a little shepherd boy. He ain't he ain't he he can't be the next king. Samuel said, Bring him to us and we will stand until he comes. And the Bible, the Bible, the Bible says that when Samuel pulled the oil over the, the oil flowed and he was anointed king right in the midst of his brothers. The sad thing is they had a party without inviting David to his own party. And that's what many times that happened to us. People overlook us because we might not have the financial status or we might, you know, was raised a different way than it was, or we might not have the education or the background or the prestige, and people overlook us, but not only, or not, not what people have to understand, those that you overlook is the one that God has anointed and, and appointed to do great things in the earth. David wasn't, if you look at him, really wasn't fit for king, but God chose him. David's was God's choice. Saul was the people's choice. It's a big difference. It's a difference when people choose you and God chooses you. Oh my. Oh my. Point five. It's not about you but God. We are just the vessels or instruments that God uses. Isaiah 41, 9 through 11 says, I have called you back from the ends of the earth, saying you are my servant. For I have chosen you and will not throw you away. Do not be discouraged. For I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will hold you up with my victorious right hand. See all of your angry enemies lie there confused and humiliated. Anyone who opposes you will die and come to nothing. Ephesians 2, 8-9 says, For it is by grace you have been saved through faith. And this is not for yourselves. It is the gift of God. Not by works. So that no one can boast. Point six. That God wants me to share with you. Is God will promote you at the end. One thing I love about these three Hebrew boys. Even though. Even though. The king Nebuchadnezzar said to him. They said. He said to them, he said, now, look, we all hear this music. Now, if y'all don't bow, I'm, I'm going to throw you into a fiery furnace. And the Bible says that the Hebrews said to the king, king, we, we don't even have to answer you. Because what you don't know that we know is that the God that we serve is able to deliver us out this fiery furnace. That's faith, y'all. That is faith. That is, that, that is true faith to know that your life is getting ready to be taken because you will not bow down to a golden image that is not your God. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. That takes faith to tell a king that has, has the power to kill you. Say, look, we're not bowing down to your golden image because our God that we serve has all power and he's able. To deliver us from your hands, O king. But what I love about the Hebrew book, let me tell you. Let me tell you what I love about the Hebrew boys. They told the king, 
After they told the king that God would deliver, he, they, they, then, they then said to the king, but if he does not, listen to me, listen to me. The Hebrew boy said, if he doesn't deliver us, we still not going to bow. Oh my God, that is, that is commitment. That is really love for God. They told the king, even if God does not deliver us, we're still not going to bow down to your golden image. And, and we are as believers today, this is a type of faith that God is trying to produce in us. That we will not back down to any power, to anybody. And even though our lives may be threatened and our lives is on the line, we have to understand that the God that we serve will protect us and provide for us. And that whatever happens, our reward is not stored up in this earthly realm. But our, 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 our crown is stored up in the heavenly places. That's what you have to understand. We as believers, we are storing up stuff in heavenly places. Not here on earth. We're, of, we're, we're in this world, but we're not of it. For those of us that are believers. For those of us that are followers of Jesus Christ. For those of us that are redeemed. Yes, 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 yes. We are living in this earth, but heaven, heaven is our home. So we, we, we are storing up riches in heaven with God. I love, I love this story. This has always been, for, like I said, for those of us that was raised up in church that went to Sunday school, most of these uh, Bible stories are stories that were taught to us in Sunday school. And, and, and the story of the three Hebrew boys was just, just one of my favorite stories because of the tenacious faith that they had and the love that they had for God. That they, in the, in, in the midst of power, said, we're not, we're not serving your God. We're not bound with that. We're not going to fit in. We're not going to conform to the status quo. It takes courage to do that. It takes courage to be different on your job. It, it, it takes courage to be different in your family. It, it takes courage to be who you are and not be afraid to be who you are. And that's what the Hebrew showed us. But then it goes down that 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 once they throw them in there, the Bible says that the king turned up the heat seven times hotter, and the king was so you know like I, wait a minute, let me let me go up and go up here and look into this furnace, and and the Bible says that when the king ran, he he asked he asked his governors and and all the 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 perceived people said, hey, did, didn't we throw three men in this fiery furnace? And he said, certainly, King. He said, certainly. He said, well, you know, I, I don't think I'm crazy. I, I think I see a, a fourth person in there. And that person looks like one of the gods. And the Bible says that the king shouted out to Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. And the Bible says that when they came out, now remember, 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 remember when the king threw them in there, the Bible said the king threw them in bound and tied up. Glory to God. But when the king called out for them.
them and they came out, the Bible says that Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego was unbound. There was no longer time. What, a, what am I saying? That sometimes before God allows us to go through the fire, we may be bound with some stuff. Oh, yeah. We may be tied up to some stuff, to some hurt and some pain and confusion. But by the time God finished with us and he allows us to come out the fire, we're going to come out free. We're going to be no longer bound. We're not going to be bound by depression. We, we're not, we're not going to be bound by, by anxiety and fear. We're not, we're not going to be bound by doubt. Because that's what the fire does. It loses us. It frees us to be who God called us to be. Hallelujah. I believe that because I am a living witness. I know what it's like to be bound. I know what it's like to feel like my life is over. My life was going to be over. I, I, I know what it's like to not really know who I was in God. Because of past hurt and, and things of my past. But God came into my life and he blew up Angie's little world. And he showed me, he told me that, that, that I have a greater plan and purpose. That your latter days shall be greater than your former. And even though I didn't have all of the evidence with my natural eyes to see what God was talking about, I had to trust and believe what he said. That God, whatever he says, he's going he's gonna to make, make sure that thing come to pass. Because the Bible says the just shall walk by faith and not by sight. Hallelujah. We cannot go by our present circumstance. We, we cannot go by what we see with our physical eyes. We have to go by the word of the Lord. And whatever his word says. That's what we got to hold on to. Hallelujah. God is worthy of all of the praise going on. God will bless you double for your trouble. And not only that, he will bless you triple for your tripping. Amen. <laughs> God will do it. But there is a process. God takes us through a process. We have to go through the fire. We have to be tried. Oh, yes. Like I said on yesterday, God will prune you and purge you. And yes, sometimes you feel the pruning and you feel the purging. But if you, if you would never back down, God said, don't back down. He said, because I'm pruning you and purging you not to hurt you, but to make you better. Oh, God. And, 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 and to make you better to the fact that when I put you on destiny's lane, not only are you going to be walking on destiny's lane, but you're going to be effective. If anybody knows um, the process of a of a of an olive. In order for the oil to flow out of the olive, the olive must be crushed. Must be crushed. That's the only way the oil is gonna flow. That's the only way that God is gonna get the anointing to flow out of your life, out of my life. We gotta be crushed. God has to take us through some things in order for the 
anointed to flow. And what you go through is different than what I go through because we're, we're, we're two houses that's built differently. So the things that I go through and survive, you might not be able to survive it. God, God allow, God implement our circumstance into our lives based on what we can handle. And based on our destiny and our purpose. Because we all have a different destiny. But it's the same God. Never back down. We are God's children. He got our back. We are covered. Stand firm on what you believe. Stand firm on what you know to be true. Do what God says. Allow your faith to speak louder than everything that you see or hear. Never back down because if we would hold out, we will win at the end. God sees you. And God will promote you to your proper place. We all have a place. God all have a set place for us. A set place. God knows what he is doing. God ain't sleep. The Bible says he don't sleep nor slumber. He don't sleep. He knows what you need. He, he, he knows how long you've been in that condition. But God is telling us, don't bow down. Don't, 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 don't bow down. If you're going to bow down, you bow down to me. You, you surrender up under my mighty hand. But don't, 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 don't bow down. Ne never back down. If you're going to fear somebody, we need to fear the Lord. We need to reference him. We need to honor him. We need to respect God. And now we live in a generation that majority of people don't even believe that there is a God. And that's another subject by itself. There are people that 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 don't even believe that God exists. They 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 and not only that, they have they have co-workers and they got family members that they know that, that was living that life one way and they changed. How do you think they did that? Do you do you really think that they changed on their own? No, 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 no. They had help by a higher power, by the power of God to help them change. We need God. Then is the prophetic declaration that God has, has allowed me to speak to every listener. That you are to never back down to anything. You are never to back down to depression. You are never to back down to lack. You are never to back down to fear. Whatever it is, that whatever that thing is that's not like God, you are to never to back down. Because God has more for you. He wants to do more for you and more through you. But you have to be open and you have to be available for him to use you for his glory. And yes, sometimes it's not the fact that fear don't knock on my door. But just because somebody knock at the door don't mean you got to answer. Oh my God. Just because depression knocks at the door does not mean that you have to answer. God has a great plan and purpose for your life. God wants to do amazing things through you. Wherever you are. Wherever you find yourself. And I'm, and I'm pretty sure. I don't know who is this for. 
But I hear God saying that there's somebody that said, every time I get out of this, I'm going into that. Every time I deal with this, I'm going to that. And, and I want to encourage you that you are in the fire of affliction. Anytime you constantly, let me encourage you and let me help somebody. Anytime you're constantly going through things, things after things, after things, after things, after things, is because you are closer to a greater blessing that you can't even see. Ah, oh, Jesus. I know that to be true. I know that to, I am a living witness. Every time you feel like, it seems like you either going into a fight or you coming out of one. And, and, and the fight is really intense. I'm, I'm here to encourage you, my brother, my sister, that there's a blessing that's on the, the other side of your affliction. It, 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 it's really near. That's why it's very intense because your blessing is right around the corner. So my encouragement to you is hold on. Don't give up. Don't give up. Because your blessing is right there. That thing that you've been praying and asking God about is right there. It, 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 it's right there. You, you really, you're really close to it. You might can't see it with your natural eye, but I need you to go into the spiritual realm and see that your blessing is right there. But you got to hold on. You can't give up. The last scripture, and I'm closing. Amen. In 2 Timothy 4, 7-8 says, I have fought the good fight. I have finished the race. I have kept the faith. Now there is in store for me the crown of righteousness which the Lord, the righteous judge, will award to me on that day. And not only to me, but also to all who have longed for his appearance. We must fight the good fight of faith. 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 On some weeks to come, we're going to be just focusing on faith on some weeks to come. But faith, faith, faith is very important. Faith is very, very important. I declare and I decree to every person that's listening. Under the sound of my voice. That please. Never back down. Don't, don't, don't give up on God. And don't give up on yourself. Because God has a great plan for your life. That you can't even see. And it's right around the corner. It's closer to you than you think it is. But remember. You, we all have to go through the fire. Because the fire is preparing us. For that blessing. I'm helping somebody. The fire, the fire is preparing us for that blessing. Whatever the blessing is, whatever you've been praying for, whatever you've been believing God for, whether, you know, whether it was going back to school or moving into a new home or, you know, or, 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 or starting the business or writing the book or books or, you know, starting the ministry, whatever, whatever, whatever your, it is. God said, never back down. Don't back down. God said, I brought you too far to leave you now. God said, I, I promise, I promise you that I will, I will never leave you nor forsake you. God said, my word is true. It's impossible for God to lie. So whatever he says, he has to do it. 
God said, don't, 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 don't back down. The idea, don't back down. Don't back down. Don't, 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 don't try to be like everybody else. You be you. I created you different. You be you. Yeah, there may be some things in you, God said, that I have to change. Because they're not a real good image of who I am. He said, but you ain't worried about that. If you open your heart to me, I'll, I'll change you. He said, but don't conform to this world. Don't conform to how this world think and how they do things. Because God is saying, that's not who I created you to be. I created you to be different for a reason. For his reason, for his purpose, for his plan. I encourage you today, my brothers and sisters. Amen. That you will never, never back down. Thank you for hanging out with Angie. God bless you. And we will see you next time. You have a blessed day. God bless you.